Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Head in the clouds, exploring weather and why. And now, here's your host, the man who knows that behind every cloud is another cloud. Meteorologist Andrew Stutsky. Actually, you get a special guest host today. I am meteorologist Morgan Strackbein taking over Andrew's podcast for the day. If you don't know who I am, I am the weekend morning meteorologist, and I'm very excited about today's episode. If you have a love for storms and feel like you haven't gotten your fix of seeing those lightning flashes or hearing those rumbles of thunder, you are not alone. Now, many of us, I am sure, are relieved about how inactive the storms have been since a lot of hometowns are still trying to recover from the August 2020 derecho. Still, we haven't seen a year this quiet since 1986. In fact, on average, the National Weather Service in the Quad Cities issues about 158 warnings for both severe thunderstorms and tornadoes combined. So far this year, as we are halfway through June 2021, we have seen four, which is not common. Last year at this time, we were at about 111 warnings issued, to put that in perspective. I got to chat with meteorologist David Cousins from the National Weather Service in the Quad Cities to see if there is any reason as to why we have been so quiet so far this year. Let's see what he has to say. Okay, so obviously it's been a very quiet, severe weather season. For us especially, it seems like we're being dodged to the north and the south. What has been the main driver that has kept storms away from our region? Well, I think it's basically been the storm track for most of the spring. Um, it seems like it's been, you know, it's been mainly down across the southern tier states um, or farther up to the north. It, it seems like even um, May into June, we've had more of a late summer weather pattern with the severe weather being, you know, mainly across the Dakotas and the northern Minnesota and um, in Wisconsin. And, and that's been keeping the bulk of the severe weather away. And even, um, you know, going back into the spring, um, the main storm track really seemed to be farther to our south. And um, for, for the most part there, the, the warm and moist air was kept out of the um, out of our region, uh, which really limited the severe potential um, for us. Now there, there have been, I think there's been one additional severe thunderstorm warning um, issued. So I think we're up to five, uh, four or five total warnings now, but still, you know, as, as it was shown in that graphic that Andrew had found from the um, IEM page, um, it has been a very um, low severe weather season. And even in terms of last year, by this date last year, we had issued 111 warnings and we're only at four or five now. So it's, it's been very quiet. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at that graphic right now. So last year, yeah, we were at 111. Now it says as of approximately June 14th, we're only at four. Um, yeah. <laughs> so has this been the quietest start to severe weather season for the Quad Cities, at least of recent, I mean, looking at this graphic, there's been some quiet ones, but 
it's been at least 25 to 30 years since that. Yeah, and it has been. It looks like, it, you know, even according to that graphic, it looks like it's been the quietest since, um, you know, since the WFO opened in Davenport. And even going back to when it was in, in Moline, like you were saying, for the last 25 years, it's, it's a very quiet start to the severe weather season. Why should people not let their guard down despite the lack of storms lately? I know that we're our peak season usually is during May as we get into June as well. Well, we're halfway through June. Why should people not let their guard down when it comes to severe weather? Well, I mean, you know, severe storms can still happen and we're, we're outlooked for tomorrow. Um, there's a slight risk for severe storms across a lot of the area for tomorrow. And, you know, it, it only takes one event really to make a remarkable severe weather season. Um, you know, so, you know, people should, should never let their guard down because those severe storms could happen um, anytime or, or even with a pattern change because it looks like we'll be moving into more active um, weather pattern into, um, into this weekend and, you know, early next week. So there'll be potentially, you know, more chances for showers and storms that people have to look out for, you know, especially if the more warm and humid air returns to the area. Does the very quiet season, could it have anything to do with, I know when we technically have a La Nina in, in effect, we usually see a little bit of a ramp up, but we entered out of that La Nina into that Enzo neutral. Would that have anything to do with perhaps the quiet season we've seen so far? Um, well, I, I guess there's no, there's no significant correlation going from a uh, La Nina to an Enso neutral for, um, you know, much lower, uh, severe, much lower severe weather chances. So I guess it, I guess the way to say that there's, there's no clear signal as to whether that is what is impacting it. I, I think it's mainly been, cause it, it could be more than, um, you know, that the Enso neutral that's impacting it, but, you know, I, I guess certainly the, the, what the storm track has been, has been the main, the main driver of our quiet severe weather season. And then also going after that with another correlation, could the ongoing drought surrounding us to the north have anything to do with that too, since they've been so dry and we're also starting to see a little bit of that kind of extend down? Well, I, I think that, you know, it's definitely related to the, um, how the storm track has been going through the summer months. The majority of our um, the majority of our rain does come from the those mesoscale, you know, the, the MCSs or you know the the remnant severe weather that could be passing nearby, and we um, we would get the rain from it. Um, and that has been staying away from us, um, which you know kind of corresponds to the, to the drought and the quieter the quieter spring really now into into June. Now, with the storm track, is there just any reason behind it staying away from us, or is it just it's just the way that it had, this has turned out? I think it's it's just the way it's turned out this year um, for us. Yeah, insert. Yeah, I get that's just the, I'll I'll stay with that. <laughs> it, it's just been staying away from us this year. Yeah, because it's been very very quiet, and so yeah, as you said, looking to the future, we might be seeing a little bit more of an active pattern heading our way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you, you know, like I was saying there, there's, um, there's chances of, of um, you know, showers and, and potentially storms tomorrow morning. 
and then again late afternoon into the um, into Thursday evening, um, with potentially still some showers and storms lingering into Friday. And then there's another storm system slated for um, early next week. Um, you know, they're um, you know moving through as we move to a more of like a west to east flow. So there'll be storms more rapidly uh, moving across the area. It looks like Sunday into Tuesday. Um, there'll be chances, more chances for showers and storms um, going forward. And I was looking at the, the 6 to 10 and 8 to, 8 to 14 day outlook. And it did look like um, it did have below normal temperatures across the area with above normal precipitation. So, you know, that um, going forward, that, that could be something to look forward to for farmers um, with uh, potentially, you know, above, above normal precipitation into for the latter half of the month. With the cooler temperatures, would severe weather be something that we would also maybe see a ramp up in? I know that we usually like to see warmer, more moist air, but maybe it'll look more like just rain events, which would be, again, like you said, good for farmers. Um, you know, I guess I'm not sure. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what to say about about that. Because you know, generally, if you're getting a lot more rain, it tends to be below below average. But we are moving into like I think the average high temperatures going into mid to late uh, June are about in the lower to mid 80s. Um, so you know, you could still have severe weather. Um, in, in that time period. And it may be, you might have more, um, under that regime, you might have more isolated severe like we had been having. Um, you know, so not the, not the, I guess the more intense summertime storms. Do you have anything else to add about perhaps quiet severe weather season? Um, well, you know, like, like you were saying about letting our, letting people letting their guard down um, you know, I guess it, it's important to pay attention to the forecast and, and to the weather um, and any weather forecast and warnings that, that come out, even in a, even in a quiet season. Um, so someone was talking about, um, it's, I guess, not quite related to um, severe weather. Because, you know, like last summer with the derecho, even before the derecho, the severe weather season was pretty active. Um, but, you know, even in, a, even in a quiet year, you could still have, you know, you can still have a, you know, a widespread severe storm event. Um, so, you know, I guess going forward, just for people to pay attention to the forecast and any changes that may come uh, with any warnings that need to be issued and to take, for them to take appropriate action um, if, if a warning is issued and what type of warning is issued. Yeah, exactly, because we know how quickly something can intensify. So in general, the reason for the lack of storms and severe weather is really that simple. We haven't been under the storm track zone. If you don't know what that means when we are referring to the storm track, it's just the area that storms tend to travel driven by the upper level winds. Just remember that we still have several months ahead of us to see severe storms occur 
Never let your guard down, practice, prepare, and always have multiple ways to stay informed. Of course, one of those ways, you can always download the News 8 app. It's available on both iOS and Android phones, and you will receive alerts when severe weather is happening near you, as well as get all the updates from the StormTrack 8 weather team as we put them out. I want to thank meteorologist David Cousins for joining me and giving me some insight on the quiet season so far, as well as thank you to meteorologist Andrew Stutsky for letting me take over this lovely podcast. This has been meteorologist Morgan Strackbine, and we will see you next time for another episode of Head in the Clouds. 